Hey, welcome back for another episode of Porn Brain Rewire with me, Dr. Trish Lee. Uh, today, I am excited to present to you a two-part series on the solution. Today, we're going to talk about the solution on how to heal your brain from porn use. On the next episode, we're going to talk about the solution on how to heal erectile dysfunction and other arousal dysfunctions in the brain like premature ejaculation and delayed ejaculation. So this is a two-parter and basically what we're going to discuss today lays the foundation for a deeper discussion um, next week on next week's episode. So let's dive into what is the solution to heal your brain from porn? This is what we're going to do in today's episode. Before we explore the solution, let's explore the problem. So the problem is the opposite of the solution so many times. So first I'm going to present the problem and then we're gonna flip the problem on its head to get to solution. And then of course, stay with me until the end because I'm going to give you your brain hack strategy for the day. Okay, so we're gonna go problem, solution, how to implement it in your life, brain hack strategy. Okay, so when it comes to porn use, what is the problem. The problem is that you have inadvertently set yourself up with a lifestyle. I want you to think about that word, lifestyle, not life, lifestyle or situation where you go into the screen for high levels of dopamine to offset stress and boredom. You've taught your brain to use sex and porn which are not the same thing, but we'll, we can dig in there, uh, porn and sex to be able to give your brain this rush of dopamine so you can feel good and escape from the feelings of primarily stress, but secondarily boredom. Now, this is what I call a lifestyle of the easy button. The easy button lifestyle, if you remember that commercial from Staples, which I don't, I don't know. I, I haven't seen it. I don't watch TV or anything, so I don't know if it's still around. But the easy button lifestyle was if somebody was having a problem, they could just hit the easy button and a guy would show up and solve all the problems for him. So that is definitely an easy button lifestyle where all you have to do is hit a, hit a button and you get whatever sexual genre you would like on the screen before you. And you can even hit a button and have any sexual genre show up for you, which that's the world we live in today. You can have, you hit a button, anything you want off Amazon is delivered to your door, sometimes within 12 hours, right? You want to DoorDash some food? You know, I live really far away. It might cost $40 in delivery fees because I'm out in the sticks. Uh, but there's people around here that DoorDash food all the time because they don't make food. So the problem when it comes to porn use and hypersexuality is an easy button lifestyle. And when we're thinking about that neurologically and applied directly to porn use, what happens is when you fire up your computer or your tablet or your phone, you hit a button literally and you are exposed to high levels of dopamine in your brain from what you are viewing on the screen. We know that porn is a super normal stimulus. It delivers a lot of dopamine into your system, which makes you feel really good. It's that rush in your brain that you feel. And most people 
pair pornography use with masturbation. So pornography use, it's fantasy, it's visual and auditory stimulation, lighting up those areas in the reward center in your brain. And then paired with masturbation, you're coupling it with intense physical stimulation also. So a pornography habit typically is on varying levels of intensity, a mental and physical stimulation habit that helps you to calm down and to feel stimulated simultaneously. That's why you keep going back because it delivers high levels of dopamine. On this podcast, I've talked about the 4D cycle before. I'm not going to talk about that today. What I want, if you want to know more about the 4D cycle, I don't know if I've made a dedicated podcast. I probably should, but if I haven't, I know I've talked about it many, many, many times. What I want to think about today with you is the idea behind novelty and the idea behind intensity when it comes to hitting the easy button, because this is what's new with with online high-speed internet pornography. This is what's different than, you know, maybe 30 or 40 years ago. Now you hit a button and you can find all intensity levels and novelty. You can find novelty over and over and over. You can open as many tabs as you want to and there's something new with each tab and they're all super normal stimuli. Now, We're sticking with the problem here. What is the problem? It's the easy button lifestyle. Novelty's part of it because the novelty is going to give your brain high levels of dopamine. And then when you click into a new tab and it's something new and different, you're going to get even more dopamine. So with every intensity or with every going into the screen and with every switch into another novel scene or genre, you are delivering more and more dopamine into your brain and it impacts your entire nervous system and your entire body. Your brain is running the show. So the problem, easy button lifestyle that is desensitizing the reward center in your brain. We're going to talk about a lot more about desensitization in part two of this podcast because it's a major problem when it comes to arousal dysfunction and especially erectile dysfunction. But I'm going to give you the one-liner here is all of that dopamine is desensitizing the D2 dopamine receptors in the midbrain area. And what's happening is basically you're frying out the reward center in your brain. At the same time, you're decreasing functioning in the frontal lobe. This is something that I see on a QEEG brain map almost daily these days. The damage is real. The damage to your frontal lobe and to that desensitization in the reward center, it is real and visible on the brain map service that I provide. And unfortunately, it's palpable to you in your life. It's showing up in your mind, it's showing up in your behavior, and it's showing up in your body. So when you feel that pull, that urge, that compulsion, that pull back into the screen, it is the pull for dopamine. It is the pull for mood regulation. 
it literally has nothing to do with sex. It's just been coupled with sex for you. Other people, it's coupled to gambling. Other people, it's coupled to food. Other people, it's coupled to alcohol, which also has its own effects. Other people, it's coupled to drug use. For you, it's coupled to sex and to the screen and to that super normal stimulus in porn. That's the issue. It will pull you back. Now, what's pushing you back in? Mostly stress. Stress is the number one trigger. So in the brain hack for today, we need to think about that, but I'm going to plant the seed right now. Stress is a major trigger that's going to push you back into the screen as the screen is pulling you back in because the reward center has been desensitized, which means it needs more constantly. It needs more intensity. It needs greater frequency. It needs longer sessions. It needs more novelty to get the same feeling as you felt before. There's tolerance building. There's withdrawal. This is a real addiction. As much as I don't love the word addiction, this is a real addiction with the neurological underpinnings that are pulling you back into the screen while stress and boredom threaten to push you probably at all times if you're still caught up in that 4D cycle. So what's the problem? Easy button. The easy button lifestyle, having trained your brain to go to sex and porn, to feel good for a little while, and it is a dopamine dependency. It has to do with novelty, with frequency, consistency, and intensity. Okay, so I'm making sure I didn't miss anything here. Um, another thing that is inherent in pornography is very unhealthy sexuality. So I have another podcast uh, planned called Hades Kitchen. That's what I think about porn, and I'll explain that one to you on that day. But basically, when you go into the screen, it's very unhealthy sexuality. It's hypersexuality at its finest. So it's training your brain to look for sex everywhere and to need sex more than you would if you didn't get all that dopamine from porn and sex. It also is teaching your brain to objectify people. And I know so many people have this experience when you go into the world and you see a beautiful woman and you start thinking sexual things right away and you think that is healthy or you think it's quote unquote normal. And it might be normal for you and it might be normal for some other people, but it's certainly not a reflection of a healthy brain pattern. I know even uh, certain hairstyles, certain clothing that is, is literally not sexual at all, but it's become linked to sexuality and to that dopamine release for you. And so hypersexuality, objectification, and changes in your arousal template all become part of the unhealthy sexuality that is, in fact, part of the easy button lifestyle of porn use. What do I mean by changes in your arousal template? Generally speaking, what happens for people is the thing that they find themselves, the genre or the act or whatever it might be, the thing that you find yourself watching over and over, likely it came out of having found that thing in adolescence or at a point in escalation when it gave your brain a ton of dopamine. And now that actor genre is linked as a high dopamine producing act or behavior. It is the thing that is most arousing for you because it's giving your brain 
a ton of dopamine when you either view it or when you act it out. And it's not the same for all people. It's linked in a similar way, but the behaviors and the acts are different for all people. So we might think of them as fetishes. I think of them as unhealthy arousal template. And I know this creates a lot of conflict and distress for people because they keep going back to view acts or they try acts that they never would if it didn't become part of an unhealthy arousal template by continuing to use and to traverse and to walk down those neural pathways back into the screen. So an unhealthy arousal template is part of the problem in pornography. You now are aroused by things you never would have been aroused if you didn't see them. Get that dopamine release and continue to go back and watch it over and over and over again. That is the problem. So what is the solution? Let's move into the solution. The solution is the opposite of the easy button lifestyle. Remember, life situation. So my precious child, Declan, he was given my husband's old Jaguar XF. Super cool car. My husband likes cars. I think I've shared this with you before. He now drives this Maserati that most people wouldn't want to. It's very flashy. He loves it. But when he got, actually he had a different Maserati before this one. When he got his last Maserati, it was a Quattroport. Now that was a cool car. When he got that Maserati, Declan was needing a car. So he was gifted the Jaguar XF. It, it was old. It's currently dead in my driveway. She's been there for like two months. I got to get rid of her because she's killing me. I look at her all the time. So the point is he got that Jaguar an easy button. You know, cause my husband was getting rid of it, gave it to Declan. Boom. The next day he's got a Jaguar. That's pretty awesome, right? So the Jaguar died. So I said to Declan, okay, we'll, you know, we'll have to invest in another car for you. Start looking for cars. That man comes back and guess what he's got on the screen on his phone before him? You guessed it, a Porsche. And I'm like, dude, Porsches are earned. They're not given. I'm not buying you a Porsche. You're insane, my man. So he's all disgruntled. He's like, but I had a Jaguar. We got to go up from here. So here's the problem is he had an easy button Jaguar. So now he thinks boom, I'm just going to hit a button again and I'm going to have a Porsche in the backyard. That man is, he's recalibrating. I have not gotten him a car until his brain can recalibrate what's going on right now because he has to work, 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 work. He has to work for a Porsche. And so the idea is the same here, is that you've easy buttoned all this sex, all of these actors that you're viewing. You might even easy button some of these experiences but now it's time to put your beautiful brain to work. You have to resensitize the reward center and fire back up that frontal lobe. But if you're used to the easy button, you might need a recalibration time like Declan Jude Lee does. So he's recalibrating like, you know, now he's thinking Toyotas. Yes, Declan, yes. He's thinking, you know, more of a typical car. All the other kids just have your regular teenage car. So he's getting with the program here. This is what 
I encourage you to do. So if your brain needs recalibrating, and especially if I see that your brain's been very desensitized in the brain map that I offer, or if you know from some of the experiences that you're having that you need high intensity, especially if you're going back to masturbation every day, some people I work with go back even more frequently than that. If you find that you're acting out in higher escalated levels, it's likely because the reward center is desensitized. If you're making bad judgments, you are likely suffering from a frontal lobe that has been desensitized and it's decreased its functioning. So you can measure it by your behavior, but it's measurable and quantifiable when I measure it on a QEG brain map and I share that with you. This is what I wanted to tell you, is that there's technology that exists. I don't make it, nor do I sell it, but if you buy it with my affiliate link, you get the best pricing out there. There is state-of-the-art 2023 technology that exists that you can use to recalibrate your brain unconsciously for you while you're going to work on the subconscious and conscious reprogramming of not thinking a Porsche is going to show up on your doorstep, a sexual Porsche, if you will. So this technology is a headband, and I'm going to make sure we put the link below to the webpage on my website. If you go to my website, it's under personal neurofeedback coaching. There's a tab that says Muse headband. It's called a Muse headband, and it's an amazing piece of technology. I literally use mine all the time to keep my brain optimized. It will help you optimize your brain and to resensitize the areas that have become desensitized. It's a very powerful piece of technology. So if you're not ready to work with a professional, this is something that you can use at home. Get it, take it out of the box. That yeah, I'm talking to you, friend, that I talked to today and I told you, it's not gonna do you any good in the box. Take that baby out of the box and start using it. It will help you to optimize your brain. Now, if you're looking for a higher level support after the QEG brain map, which is the first step in working with me, I offer professional grade, the very highest technology, professional grade neurofeedback coaching that you can do at home. We use the Muse as the hardware, but there's professional software so I can individualize your training specifically to your needs. I can create many protocols for you. And the best part is the data is so measurable that you get highly measurable data after every single session. I get a ton of data and I share it with you. So if you're interested, get a brain map. That's the beginning step to working together. If you are stuck in this loop, I want you to break this loop. So I need you to know that recalibrating your brain is the solution to the problem of the easy button and it can be done using technology, but you can also do it by yourself with the starter neurofeedback, which is in the Muse headband. Okay, moving forward is that the solution is to work, 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 work. Sorry, I had to, sing, had to squeeze some singing and some Rihanna in there for you. But how do you work your brain? You do that by not hitting the easy button. You have to make sure you do not hit that easy button. You definitely don't hit the easy button sexually. And I would even encourage you not to DoorDash, not to Amazon, not to easy button anything for a little while. Of course, you can go back to ordering things off Amazon, but in the short run, we're recalibrating, which means 
You have to work for it. And when you work for it, what I want you to do is start exercising executive function. So get involved in your work, especially the pieces that you like, and pick a project that lasts over 90 days would be perfect, even longer. I spoke with someone today who's building a shed. So cool. Building a shed's gonna take some time. It's gonna take brain power. There's no easy button when you're building something because you have to course correct. There's little dopamine hits along the way. And when you're done, there's a lot of satisfaction with a healthy dose of dopamine. You wanna do the same thing in your relationships and in your sex life. So if you have a partner, start working for that pleasurable experience of being in a sexual relationship with another human being. Sex is supposed to be relational, not you and a screen and masturbation and actors that are not involved in an intimate experience. That's the Hades kitchen. It's like watching a cooking show. If you ever seen those cooking shows where they make a lot of bad food and like you're kind of rooting for the least worst one, That's what you're subjecting yourself to when you watch porn. It's unhealthy sexuality. You're training your brain towards it. When you get busy, get it? Pun intended, double entendre, I didn't mean to. When you get busy working on your sexual relationship with your partner, what happens is you're resensitizing the reward center. Now it's not gonna happen overnight because I want you to think about how long you've been hitting the easy button. So it will take that recalibration time. But what happens is over time, you're gonna feel your brain coming online, especially if you're using the highest level technology to rewire that brain, you're gonna feel it. You're gonna feel calmer, you're gonna feel more focused, you're gonna feel motivated. In the bedroom, you're gonna feel more pleasure and happiness and joy at lower levels. You're not gonna need the three ring circus, the objectification and the arousal template that's unhealthy that you needed before. Now you're gonna want connection and intimacy. And of course, you're gonna wanna you know, get your groove on a little too so that you can have fun. It's about the healthy levels of dopamine and pleasure plus serotonin for happiness, joy, and that calm, wonderful feeling and oxytocin for connection. I've talked to so many people, you know, that's become my life where I talk about orgasms and sex and all that. But what so many men tell me is they go, that's why the best orgasm I ever had, I wasn't doing anything funky. Exactly. That is not hitting the easy button. That's working for it. And when your brain works for it, it's so much more enjoyable, but it doesn't hit as hard, but it hits longer and it's sustainable and it's not damaging your brain and it's not desensitizing your brain. It's actually resensitizing your brain, which is part of the solution. Okay, so you also need to figure out more tools for mood regulation. If you've been going to porn and sex, you might only have one tool left porn and sex. What I would like for you to do or encourage you, get five tools for mood regulation. Uh, Punch something like I do. Get a boxing bag and punch. I've been working out uh, like it's nobody's business. It's like a hundred degrees here and I go out in the sun. My husband's like, you probably shouldn't be doing that. I'm like, I love it, my man. I go out in the sun. I pull out my weight bench. I pull out the weights. 
Cranking some exercise is one of the best things you can do for your brain. It floods it at healthy levels with all the neurotransmitters and hormones to balance your system. So powerful. I encourage you, get a workout in. Movement, which is different than working out. Go for a walk. Go for a walk in nature. You want as many mood regulation activities that are healthy for you and that you have to work for. So we're going to get to that in the brain hack. I almost skipped it, but... Stop watching toxic sexuality. So we're going to get to that in the brain hack too and start practicing intimacy in your relationship. Intimacy can be physical intimacy like we've already talked about, but it also can be just connecting with your friends, sending some texts to your friends. Um, My friends yesterday were texting something. Uh, Our husbands went out for Sunday fun day and you can imagine what that looked like at 3 p.m. And you know, the, my two girlfriends started texting. I literally, I could not stop laughing. I was rolling with laughter and my daughter's like, what are you laughing at mom? And I'm like, it is just so funny. It was cracking me up. Get connected via text, via phone calls. I ended up meeting all my friends up at our neighborhood pool just for an hour and it was just chill, but it was lovely to connect with them after and laughing and the dudes were doing their men thing and it was really fun. Get connected with people. Text, phone calls, go visit people. Write down. Okay, we're going to transition into the brain hacks because I'm obviously dying to tell you them anyway. So number three right now are the brain hack strategies that you're going to implement. Number one, you have to stay out of the screen. If you can't come out of this 4D cycle where your brain is completely dependent on dopamine in the screen and masturbation and you're in a dopamine defense efficient state when you're out of the screen, which means you feel lousy, you feel stressed out, more stressed out than if you weren't watching porn. The joy is kind of squeezed out of your life, unfortunately. Um, You're angry, you're irritable, you're on edge, you feel like you want to watch porn or have sex at all times because your brain's calling for mood regulation. If you are stuck in this cycle, it's imperative that you break the cycle. And If you can't break that cycle by yourself like so many people can't, please check out my 90-day program. It is a digital program that is designed to help you move through a very specific process over 90 days. And all the strategies synergize to help you be successful 90 days later. When you sign up for that program, you get a complimentary coaching call with Zach Carter. He's the lead coach on my team. He helps you to individualize the program. And if you need more support when you're in that digital program, I'll tell you what a digital program means in a second. It's there for you. Zach can help you in a group coaching call. Zach can offer you personal coaching. And then there's also the services that I offer. So basically what a digital program means is that they're video recorded lessons that you watch of me teaching you how your brain works, teaching you how your brain is impacted by porn use and masturbation, and then giving you exercises to use your mind and your body while you're training your brain with the highest level technology. I teach you how to in that program. Then we can bring your brain out of this porn brain situation. We can unwire it and rewire it back to the optimal mode, maybe for the first time ever. And then we hardwire that brain pattern in. All of those lessons are in 
that program that you can walk through. And many colleges are offering pro offering university classes in a design like this. So if you haven't heard of it, I mean, I know you know about YouTube, I'm sure, and all of the video streaming services. I have a YouTube channel, which thankfully right now it has over 800 videos on it. That's the library. But when you get into the 90 day program, it's like the university course that walks you through step by step everything you need to explore, resolve and move through to get to the other side of that 4D cycle. If you can't do it alone, that program is there for you and it's an investment, but its return on investment is very high. And in the grand scheme of recovery in this area, it is affordable. So please get into that program if you need it and you keep it for a lifetime. Not that I want you to need it for a lifetime, but it's there for you. Okay, so once you come out of the 4D cycle, what so many people find is that their brain might have unwired, so now they don't have to go into the screen anymore and they've broken the masturbation trap, but their brain hasn't rewired. Strategies are necessary in, for most people, for the most part, to rewire your brain. Think work, 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 work. Okay, so what does that work look like? Number one, get the brain training headband. Highest level 2023 technology that's out there, start training your brain. If you are not getting where you want to with the headband alone, schedule a brain map with me. I can tell you why measurably. Start training your brain. It is there for you. Again, it's fairly affordable when you buy that headband from the manufacturer. It will serve you. That's number one. Use tech. We're at the point where we should be using technology to help our cause. Number two is don't hit the easy button. Start hitting the less than easy button. Make yourself dinner. I'm about to go make myself dinner. And I put on Italian cooking music. I just came back from Las Vegas. Been listening to a lot of Tony Bennett. Please tell me you know who Tony Bennett is. If you don't, please check him out. My son, my same precious son, Declan, told me the other day, Ma, this is old people music. It wasn't even Tony Bennett. It was R.E.M. R.E.M., Declan, seriously, that's not old people music. That's middle-aged people music. Music's such a wonderful way to get dopamine and serotonin and oxytocin if you connect with the artist. So put on some music, make yourself a meal. If you can't do that every day, I get it. Life's busy. Try to do it as often as you can. Think resensitizing the reward center firing up the frontal lobe. Food is highly dopamine producing. And when you take those small baby steps by checking out a recipe, finding the ingredients, making the meal, you're going to resensitize your brain. Plus you're moving at a slower pace, which is going to help it come online. Work, I already told you, get a work project going because it's essential to link your brain back to your work for lower levels of dopamine. For so many people, their brains get unlinked from their work and it's work they used to love and now they feel meh about it. It's not the work, it's their brain has changed and they've linked their brain completely to porn and sex for dopamine and this lower level of dopamine in your work doesn't do it anymore and actually it becomes cortisol producing, stress inducing because of the dopamine deficiency. So that's the problem. The solution is start getting jazzed up about your work again. Relink your brain to your passion in your work. If you don't love your work, 
Get a little side hustle going to move you towards work you love. I work with so many people as clients that don't like what they do. And if you don't like what you do inherently, if you inherently are doing something that was never meant for you, start taking baby steps towards doing something that you're passionate about. It can really resensitize your brain and it can really reconnect you to your life for dopamine, serotonin, and oxytocin. Okay, moving on to your relationship. Practice healthy sexuality, let go of objectification. What that means is more giving, less taking in the bedroom. Sex is supposed to be relational, which means you're relating to each other, not getting your high level sexual needs met by your partner. That's the three ring circus I'm talking about. We don't want a three ring circus for your highest level of pleasure. You have to recalibrate recalibrate that brain Think Porsche to Toyota. And no, I'm not calling your partner a Toyota. I'm calling healthy level experiences at those lower levels of dopamine. I'm equating them to a Toyota. Honestly, maybe we should go BMW. But you know what I'm saying there is that we want to recalibrate your brain so it can get all the enjoyment out of the lower levels of dopamine. But if in the bedroom you're trying to hit the easy button as much as possible via your partner. And if you're going to fantasy in your mind, whether when you're with your partner or not, you're looking for higher levels of dopamine. Pushing fantasy out of your mind and staying present with your partner is essential to resensitizing your brain. I suppose I should stop there and talk about fantasy because I did mention it earlier and I forgot to circle back. I was getting there probably, but fantasy is the one thing that hangs on for so many people. They figure out porn, they figure out masturbation, they figure out some of their other sexual acting out behaviors, but fantasy lingers in their brain. Start pushing fantasy away as often as possible. Fantasy's kind of like worry, but they're on the opposite side of the spectrum. Fantasy is a call for mood regulation, trying to take you out of the present so you can feel better about your present by fantasizing about sex. Usually it will creep in when you want more dopamine. So if you're in the middle of work, we said work can become dopamine deficient. So now your brain's like, oh, I'm doing that work that I no longer get dopamine from. I need some dopamine. And you'll start fantasizing about sex. Nope. Pull yourself back to your work and find the passion in it to refire up the dopamine. Do the same thing in the bedroom with your partner. If your brain you know, trails off to fantasy because it's looking for a higher hit of dopamine, bring it back to your precious partner that it's your privilege to be with. Yes, it is. It's your privilege to be able to be with another human being, one that cares about you, one that wants to be with you for you. That's pretty amazing. That's intimacy. So stay present in that experience and feel it. Connect to that and feel the joy, serotonin, the oxytocin, and pleasure that you will feel when you do that. Stay present. What I meant about worry is worry takes you out of the present to have you think bad things. And so many times the things we worry about never come true. So push worry out of your mind too. We know that being present, especially to be sexually aroused, and we're going to visit this in part two when we talk about arousal dysfunction, You have to have enough calm, focused space in your brain so that you can self-soothe and self-stimulate from inside, 
not needing to go to something else for mood regulation. You're able to do that, which means you're able to get there in the bedroom. The only way you can do it is if you practice it. You've been externalizing mood regulation to the screen and to your hand for masturbation. Now we wanna internalize it into your brain where your brain can feel calm enough, it can feel focused enough to allow you to get aroused at lower levels. And again, we're gonna visit that next time when we talk about the solution to erectile dysfunction. But for now, start practicing healthy sexuality with your partner. Find five other healthy mood regulation tools that you can use. I already mentioned some like working out, going for walks, cooking. I want you to go back to your childhood and think, what did little you like to do? Now do it. Do some of them. Do all of them. Because I talk to so many people that go, oh, I used to love to. You know, I probably have told you the example before where I used to love to play pool, billiards. And I'm like, when's the last time you played pool? 12 years ago? Well, start playing pool. Find those things that you used to like to do or that you currently like to do, but you don't dedicate the time and the space for it or something that you've always wanted to do and then schedule it into your schedule and actually do it. That self-care for mood regulation will help you avoid urges and cravings that pull you back into the screen. Okay, so we're gonna wrap up for today because that's a lot, but to put a bow on it, just to remind you, the problem is, easy button lifestyle, not your life, lifestyle that can be changed. The problem is you're getting very high levels of dopamine from sexually acting out, high levels of mental and physical stimulation that are desensitizing the reward center and decreasing functioning in your frontal lobe primarily. The solution, resensitization of the reward center, firing back up that frontal lobe Staying out of the screen, staying away from masturbation, letting your brain recalibrate itself so that you can feel good from the inside, not needing those high levels of dopamine for self-soothing and self-stimulation. And to be able to do that, you're going to use all those beautiful brain hacks so you can get to the other side of this porn brain rewire. All right. Well, thanks for being here with me because I totally appreciate it. It's my mission to help as many people as possible stop watching porn because it damages your brain. And if you use these tools, you're going to keep moving forward. I know that this can be challenging and I just want to thank you for showing up here again, listening to the podcast, watching the video on YouTube. I'm really proud of you for staying in it and staying the course. So keep showing up. Show up next week when we visit part two and we think about arousal dysfunction, erectile dysfunction, premature ejaculation, and delayed ejaculation so I can keep helping you heal your brain. Okay, until next time, control your brain or it'll control you.